0: Hey, what's poppin'? I'm back. Hold on, why well, I can't click this off? Okay, there we go. Um, But yeah, and I'm back. Uh, I just wanted to get on here real quick because it was placed on my heart to like do this. It's been bugging me all day. And I know that if I don't have this conversation, then i'm going to regret it and we're not about regrets okay everything will be with intent and purpose right right uh so yeah let me um let me kind of kick off the vibe that i want to give with this song which is actually called the vibe okay okay and then I'll be back. i to special me. I to, to
1: the Come and show out for me. Come and show out for me. Come and out of
2: Come Don't be afraid to be. Tell me, tell me about you.
3: Me on the Slow down the motion. Show yourself from on it. This wild the motion. Cause right now I'm on it. I swear soon as I arrive. I said, What a suit and tie. I want you to come alive. Yeah, that shit is such a vibe. I swear soon as I arrive. I said, What? a suit a tie. I want you,
2: you to come alive. That's yeah, such a fucking fight. I think you're over you. <laughs> It's time to make you move. It's time to feel i you. <laughs> Can you come back Can come the motion. Show yourself on it.
3: Cause right now I'm on, I'm on it I swear soon as I arrive I said fuck a suit and tie I want you to come alive yeah, that shit is such a vibe I swear soon as I arrive I said what a suit and tie I want you to come alive that's such a fucking vibe. Such a vibe, such a vibe. Yeah, That's such a fucking vibe. I want you to come and ride. Yeah, that <laughs> such a vibe. I'll just, I'll just, I'll I'll a i a I I want you to come and die. Yeah, that's such a fucking vibe. This
2: beat make you up, this beat to tears uh, yeah. Oh, summer, gonna be upset. Oh, somebody's gonna be upset. I, 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 go a suit I want
3: be outside. I'll be outside. i want be outside. i be I'll be outside. i be i i i i i i i i i i I said, a suit and I want you to come alive. Yeah, that's such a fun uh, 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 uh,huh. yeah, I want
2: you to come alive. Yeah, such a I said, a suit and tie. I want you to come alive. Yeah, such a
0: I love this song. Yeah, okay, I love that song. <laughs> and I felt like it was perfectly fitting for exactly what I wanted to just jump up here and talk about. Um, so yeah, how should I start this? Well, basically, like even in the song, like as soon as I arrived, like a suit and tie, you know what I'm saying? So when I came to Stereo, so let me just break down how I even found Stereo was on instagram and i was scrolling and um i seen you know the ad or whatever and i was like "Oh, what's this like they were talking with um the cartoon heads and the avatar heads just floating and i was like what is this and i was like this is exactly what me and my best friend back home in california were talking about like wait what so here we are and um like me and her talked about something Like what stereo created um like years ago like i had i mean before stereo so it was probably like maybe we talked about it maybe like in 2018 i think about 2017 2018 around there and we wanted to do a podcast and i had downloaded this app and started to develop like our cartoon avatar faces and stuff like that before we had all this you know wonderful ai apps to develop that just within you know just a click of a thumb, right? Um, And so download stereo, I did not talk at first, right? Because when I started to just like learn how the app worked and uh, learned about the leaderboard and everything like that, I just wanted to watch and like feel the vibe out because every application has its own culture and its own vibe every single one, no different than any community you go to, a country you go to, what a group, club, m- even a mall, like, either way go, like, there's a certain culture and a vibe, and I wanted to fill it out first, right, I'm that kind of a person, and so I went ahead and did that, and then what I did was, uh, there was actually somebody who was, so at the time with stereo, you could only have two people on a panel, like, you couldn't um like it is now where you can schedule shows and have up to six people like it was really like on some just you know ground level like startup type app or whatever so anyway there was a guy who i had started to listen to when he would talk to like random people and he was talking to this chick and the chick that he was talking to right um like i could Tell like she was kind of like trolling him, but he was taking it kind of serious. And she wasn't trolling him bad, but she was just like saying all of this like crazy stuff, right? And so then she swiped out, jumped on another panel, and um, j- yeah, uh, jumped on another panel. He ended up talking to somebody else, but then I went to go see who she was talking to, so I went to go listen to her for a minute, and then that's when I learned that she was trolling him. So then I went back and talked to him, and I was like, oh, I was like, you know, know, then we jumped on a panel, um, jumped up on the, uh, yeah, on the panel together, and I was letting him know what I had observed, and I was like, yeah, because I could see, like, you was feeding all into it, and then we had a little laugh about it, because it wasn't nothing, like, malicious or, you know, negative or nothing going on. It was just, like, lighthearted fun trolling you know um and then that's when i just got comfortable with being like able to talk to people that i don't know because prior to that all of my podcasting or radio experience came with pe- like doing it with people i actually knew you know or began to build a rapport with and we decided to come together and do a show Right. But either way, it wasn't just like some random stranger and I'm just talking to random strangers. Right. So. Then. All right. Fast forward the tape to I'm getting more comfortable with being on stereo and all like that. And I just started coming up with like ideas to do shows. Right. And was crazy is some of these shows happened organically, like they kind of just fell into my lap. Some shows were definitely like structured out. Some shows were kind of like just, you know, like a flash in a bottle or whatever, however that phrase goes, where you just had like, you know, a brainstorm idea and you're like, hey, let's just do it, right? And You just go for it and see what happens and see what works and then there were other shows where i was actually invited or asked to sit next to them because they felt comfortable sitting next to me and doing shows right some of those some people um are still on the app some people are not on the app some people i'm still cool with some people i'm absolutely not cool with like at all Um, Do I regret any of that? Absolutely not. Was it a fun experience at the time um, with doing those shows? Absolutely, because my intention was always for the greater good of having a good time, like having great conversations, having a good rapport, showing what um, healthy communication and love and understanding and forgiveness and all these different, positive elements that um i learned from my family and my grandmother and just like living life right and life lessons and paying it forward and creating safe spaces for people to be who they are and speak how they want to speak say what they want to say and not be ashamed about it so i wanted to be a safe space to anyone who was around me um, and the platforms that I was on, you know, and so earlier, right, I was like, you know what, how many shows have I actually done on this app? Like I've been on, we're going into the fourth year because my third anniversary of being on stereo was actually of October of last year. And so now we are in the fourth year, right, of, de- of developing content. And when I go down the list of all the consistent shows, whether if they were long-term or if they were limited series, right, I have a total of 28 shows under my belt. That's an average of 9.3 shows per year, okay? And Here's the list. Stereo's Got Talent, Jersey Worthy. That's who I host that show with, right? And it's still going. Uh, That started in December of 2020. Uh, And then Church of Taurus, I hosted that with CORE. Uh, Shout out to CORE. Uh, Give Us a Topic, I hosted that with Jones Boy. Uh, Love and Light, I hosted that with Twixie Baby. Uh, The comedy shows. Now the comedy shows were like in real time comedy shows. So the first one was a stand up comedy show uh, starring Twixie Baby because she was, you know, wanting to be a comedian. And I had this idea of putting on my own comedy show with like just one comedian, right, and doing it virtually. And so I had a conversation with Twixie and It happened. And so then the follow up was actually like more of a group dynamic, where it was me, Twixie Baby, Bex a Million, and Livewire. And we did those shows together. And one of those shows uh, in particular, Livewire actually wrote the script. And we would go rehearse and everything um, over there on fan base in the private rooms. Right. We would open up a space and we would rehearse and all like that. So, yes, comedy shows, real comedy shows. Right. Uh, Love and Light. Um, oh, I already said that one. Hold on. Let me go down the list. Oh, Game of Thrones Breakdown. So the Game of Thrones Breakdown was actually actually an, um, a just a random idea show. So Talk That Talk and C.C. Jackson at the time used to do Beyond Late Night, here on stereo like all hours of the night and uh, they were on at one point, and it was me, uh, Roy Truth was in there, Check Yourself was in there, we were in the comments, and uh, somebody mentioned Game of Thrones, I think it was Talk That Talk that actually mentioned it, and then he made the correlation of how Stereo was like Game of Thrones, right, and I was like, you know what? You right. And then we just started going down a rabbit hole of um, Game of Thrones. And then I asked if they would be interested in actually doing a show about it. And sure enough. uh, Oh, and I think FNG was in that same uh, room. But all of us ended up doing a show. And it was pretty, you know, it was a limited run. But we all did a show together in breaking down Game of Thrones. And so that was a good time. So uh the next show on my list. I mean, this is 28 shows that I did on Stereo like beginning in 2020, right? 28 shows. All right. So uh show number 7, uh Only Child Gang. So the Only Child Gang show was an was a show that uh Roy Truth and I used to do because He is an only child, and I am an only child, and we used to greet each other with only child gang gang, and that's how that happened. That was also a limited run show, Um, and so it was a good time, and we used to break it down on what it was like being an only child, and we broke down um, the differences between actually like, being an only child versus those who grew up as an only child. And we went through that and all those dynamics. So it was a pretty interesting show. And me personally, I just felt like it was way more educational um, on leaning towards that end than just having a good time just randomly talking, you know. Um, So show number eight, Ratchet Scientist, which is currently going on right now. I do that with Bunny J. So shout out to her. We do that on Mondays regularly. You know, time willing, God, you know, God willing, all of that. Uh, Ladies first podcast that actually started here on Stereo First, and originally it was four of us: it was Bex and Million, uh, Petal Like, Twixie Baby, and myself. And then we decided to move it to Stationhead, and then it dropped from four to three. So we still do Ladies First podcast. We do it on Wednesdays uh, over there on Stationhead and we are very consistent and we just were blessed by junkie dave with our own theme song so talk about growth there's that um uh show number 10 was verbal vomit so verbal vomit actually happened randomly because there was some stuff that my name got dragged into and i was being accused of something and i'm one of those people like depending on what the situation is and Um, I'm going to address it some things you let it roll off like a water off a duck bill other things You know, I feel like it's important to address it So this situation in particular was the reason why I addressed um, uh, a young lady uh, saying certain things and she was Avoiding having a real conversation with me. So since she wasn't gonna talk to me I just you know said what I needed to say and the title of that show was called verbal vomit and then when we here on stereo started having private rooms then i just made it into more of a private room um, where people could feel safe and vent whatever they needed to vent out it didn't have to be anything related to stereo it could be something at home something at work it could be anything family stuff whatever and then the show would not be made private so you would have like when we had subscriptions people would pay monthly and they would be allowed to enter into your private room. And so that's where that, you know, how that ended. And then I went ahead and closed that out. And then uh, show number 11 um, was a show that I developed actually outside of stereo and then I brought it to stereo. And that's my two cents where basically it's, you know, just like the phrase, my two cents, it's giving your personal opinion on things unapologetically because it's just your opinion. And no one's opinion is a fact. Um, So it's just, it was just my way of having a safe space for myself to say what I wanted to say. And I started that actually on Spreaker first. And then I um, had it dormant for a while. And then I decided to bring it over here to Stereo. And then it was interesting because um, I was doing it. Uh, as just a regular solo show or whatnot. And then I started doing the show after uh, the Stereo Verses. And the more I kept showing up after the Stereo Verses show, it became like a part of the routine where people would go to the Stereo Verses pre-show, the Stereo Verses actual show, and then enter into my room for the My Two Cents. And discuss the aftermath and everything like that. So it was the people, right? The stereo community is what made it that. That was never the intention, but the stereo people made it that, and I just kept it going, you know, to for the stereo people. All right. So then you have love and pain. Now love and pain was more of like a yearly show. The first one um, was with the first and second one was with Twixie Baby and I, and we were basically discussing what it was like to survive DV, domestic violence, and sharing our stories and the lessons that we learned and things of that nature. And the first show was actually the first time Twixie Baby and I actually spoke on a stage, on a panel. So um, it kind of just went from there. And then with Love and Pain, that's when we did a spinoff and developed Love and Light. So I had hit up Twixie and I was like, you want to keep doing a show like that? Like, you know, but we won't call it love and pain. We'll call it love and light. So people can still get the same gist of it, which is sharing our life lessons and um, giving them positive feedback and how maybe they can learn something from what we learned. And she was like, yeah. And so we went from there. Uh, and then there was a show called Sapiosexual. So, there was this guy that used to be on this app, and he and I discovered that we were sapiosexuals. And not everybody really, like, uses that term a lot, but basically a sapiosexual is someone who is attracted by someone's way of thinking. Like, they stimulate your mind, and that can be a turn—that's a turn-on for them. And so, we realized that that's who we were and discussing, he was actually on a panel with another woman, and I was— engaging in their conversation. And so the three of us became really cool. And so he and I had decided to develop that. And then her and I, we did a, it wasn't like a regular show show, but it was like, I think we did maybe like two or three, but we, her and I did a show um, in regards to being mothers. So that was um, really interesting. And I don't believe either one of those are on the app anymore. So I hope they're doing well. Um, binge and rewind panels. So binge and rewind is my brainchild. Also, where I had it, I was doing it pre-stereo, and then I brought it to stereo, and it kind of spun in. It, yeah, it basically spun into where people were engaging in the show, and then they were. Um, I asked them based depending on the show if they would want to do a panel and talk about it, and we go from there. And so there were a few of those with the panels. And so I would do a weekly binge and rewind show breaking down all the movies or TV shows that I watched gave my opinion um, And then, you know Depend like I said depending on the show then we would do a panel on specific shows. So shout out to uh, TBS and Ron J because we did a panel on that show snowfall and then shout out to Hennessy Poppy aka RJ He and I did a panel um about, uh, I think the show was called sex life. I think it was called sex life over there on Netflix. So we did one and I was pretty good too. Uh, let's see show number 15. Okay. So show number 15 is basically like the watch parties. So I did, I decided to open up rooms to have a watch party and I would use an app. Um a separate app in order for people to watch along with me, and so there's another app called Rave, and people would have to download Rave and they would have to sign into the specific streaming service that you know to watch whatever I was watching and then we all watch together on rave and but we can do voice commentary here on stereo. So I did that for a little while, and uh then. It went from doing, you know, using Rave to where I would start just streaming stuff off of Amazon Prime because Amazon Prime had its own watch party feature. So then I started doing that and then I restructured it again and then I just started opening up the rooms here on, opening up rooms here on stereo and I would just play what I was watching in the room. So it was kind of like giving old school radio vibes if anybody is aware of the history of old school radio where they would actually have people in the radio station at the studio, right? And they would make all the sound effects while someone's narrating and then other people are doing the voices. So people would like families would sit around the radio and like listen as a family. So this is like pre-TV, of course. So it was kind of given that. And I always like to try to pay honor and homage to you know radio and how it used to be right so yeah it was given that and that's why i like doing the watch parties i will i'm thinking about bringing them back and doing it doing them again right now i kind of do that me and bunny j do that with ratchet Scientist. however as far as a solo room i don't really do it as much as of right now um number 16 okay 16 was uh, was an interactive show and I say interactive because uh, The title was called what this means to us and I had this idea where um, Which actually kind of spun from an experience that we were doing on ladies first podcast and I kind of just spun it in a different way where we would be on fan base because all of us had fan base accounts and the shtick was we would each take turns posting something on our fan base pages and all of us would have to go like and comment um and you know then give our commentary like and comment on facebook i mean on fan base but then give our commentary and joke about it here on stereo so it was all happening in real excuse me in real time um so it was a very interactive show. And the only way you could really participate or see what we were seeing is if you downloaded Fanbase and you followed us so that way you could also participate outside of that, you were just kind of like outside looking in. Uh, so, yeah, it was like a win-win situation. Um, and then plus on Fanbase, anything you post and people like it or will love it, send you hearts you get paid off of that. So it was kind of like a way for all of us to get paid as well as having fun, as well as um, just engaging with um, two different audiences on two different apps at the same time. So <laughs> that's I, that's kind of like how my brain works and then that's how we developed it. Um, so let's see, uh, show number 17. Unapologetically unsupervised with Bex a Million. Okay, so we did start that show here on stereo. We did it here for three weeks and then we took it off of stereo and we decided to put it on station ed because we felt like it was a, just a little it was just a little bit more freedom and wiggle room. And that way those who want to participate in the conversation, they can do it in real time in the chat though, versus Bex and I having a conversation and now we have to play the messages that was kind of disrupting the flow of our conversation and so at least this way we can have the best of both worlds bex and i can have a flow you know a conversation flow people can communicate by way of um the text you know the chat room and we can play music so it's a win-win at the end of the day so yeah and we've been over there ever since uh let's see show number Mind you, okay, like I said, there's 28 shows that I've done on stereo. So, let's see. um, Number 18. Number 18 is Vibe, Chill, and Chat. That's basically a room that I opened up where I basically just play music. Um, Unless people want to talk. So, there's no obligation to talk from them or from me. It's just a room that I have open and I'm just playing music. So, If people want to chat, I will talk back. If not, then I remain silent and we just vibe out and listen to music. And for me, in my mind, it was kind of way, it was a way for me to have my own private lounge, right? Like exclusive lounge in a way. Um, And, but virtually, you know, Uh, and without drinks. (laughs) So let's see, what else did I have on here? Uh, late night Netflix. Okay, so what's cool about late night Netflix is I did that show with TGO, the gay optimist, and TGO and I did we had a really good run of that show. That was a consistent show every Sunday night. Uh, and we were actually featured on stereo when stereo used to be active. On their Instagram account. So when stereo was like crazy active on there They would choose people from stereo and they would highlight them and they would highlight the shows. So stereo um, I mentioned SGT earlier like that was the first show on the list that I mentioned and uh, Stereo had highlighted uh, SGT and late-night Netflix and and that was pretty cool. I still have all the pictures and everything like that. So it was great to that Stereo even recognized what we were doing and wanted to even like highlight us in that way. So we had a pretty good run. Late Night Netflix, even though uh, a lot of the shows and movies we talked about wasn't always on Netflix, but you get the idea. It was basically um, binge and rewind before binge and rewind, you know what I'm saying, for Stereo. Because Benji Rewind already existed. But uh, as far as here on stereo with that type of content, that was a TGO and I think. And we were very consistent, had a lot of fun on that show because he is one of the few people that I was able to find on stereo uh, where the engagement and being able to break down certain things of a movie or a TV show and then doing a deeper dive in discussing like, you know, the director style, the producer style, the history of it, you know, where did you know, stuff like that, it wasn't just very it wasn't superficial, you know, it had substance to it. And it's really funny, because I recently sidebar talked to to Joe not too long ago. And what we did on late night Netflix, we would we do on the phone. So Nothing skipped a beat. We just don't do it on stereo anymore. <laughs> so shout out to late night Netflix. That was always a good time. Uh, then, uh, the next show, uh, number 20, was Kindred Spirit. So I did that show with Tripp Ducey. Um, and because uh, she asked if, you know, if I would do the show with her. And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And I like the idea of the show. We just, it was on Wednesdays and we just got up there and we kind of hung out and it was just it wasn't like structured structured i guess you could say outside of you know the the regular date and time the day and time um but it was always something different and we always kind of learned something out of that show you feel me um you all at the end of the day we wanted people to just enjoy themselves and kick back and relax you know so that's what Kendra Spears was about, um, and then that was short lived, and I'll get into all of that later. Uh, so yeah. Um, then there was the limited ru- uh, series run with Legendary, and Legendary was Donatella and I uh, discussing the show Legendary on HBO, right, where they were doing, um, you know, where they were doing ballroom dancing. And they had the judges and all like that, and we broke down all the houses. What was our favorite uh, routines? Who was what was our favorite houses and stuff like that? That was a really good show. Um, I had a lot of fun, and we would dress up our avatars as if we were like, you know, mimicking um, one of the judges. So yeah, that that was pre- that was definitely a good time unfortunately legendary got canceled on hbo and so there goes our show uh, now speaking of donna that wasn't our first time being up on stage because after i got on stereo in 2020 right um i went to facebook and i posted on facebook you know would anybody be willing to do a show with me and uh donna and a couple of other people were interested but donna was the one that actually followed through on everything and that's exactly what we did and uh we had our own little group right and it wasn't like you know like a group group as far as oh you know we were like a squad not like a squad or anything or It was just like a group of people who just like to hang out with each other. You know what I'm saying? And we had interesting conversations. You never knew what you were gonna get. And back then on Stereo, you didn't know who was in the comments. You didn't know what message was gonna get played. So anything could happen. Absolutely anything could happen. And it used to be so fun so wild and crazy, Uh, pettiness, roasting, uh, education, uh, talking about things that we experienced on stereo in real life, just specific topics like the Negro manosphere, you know, um, giving game to men on how to deal with women, like giving free game, like there was so many different types of conversations that would go on and then there would be like you know the people in the comments are going back and forth like it was a really good time it really really was and and Donna Tell and I was lit like our rooms used to be crazy lit it was a good time uh let's see oh okay then there was um I did read the live with Livewire and read the live I know like now on stereo it's spelled r e a d the live however that show is a, actually like a play on words based on my name so the actual t- the original title was r-e-e-d the live read the live right because his name is Livewire wire i'm read so that's how that happened um and then i'll explain that part too also later um and why it's changed uh then i did a solo show called reading time now reading time was a special show just for those who were subscribed to me and i used that room um for the subscribers for my fans so that i could break down certain things so it was like talking about uh effective and healthy communication different styles active listening like just anything that I felt was important to help one be better, you know? Because when you know better, you do better, right? So that's what was happening, you know? That's what I was doing with reading time. And I did that for a limited run. Um, So that was cool. Uh, Now, this was a fun one. This one's called Cackling in the Kitchen. Now that was with Brother Williams. Now, Brother Williams was the only one that I could talk to and he could talk to me about uh two daytime soap operas that we watch regularly. And we would talk about Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful. And we would just have a good old time. And it's basically, you know, just the idea of, you know, two folks <laughs> sitting in the kitchen and they just cackling, you know, cackling in the kitchen. So that was that, that's fun. And it's in what I appreciate about that show is that just like how I said with TGO and how we did late night Netflix and even when we're on the phone. Right. We still have those kind of conversations. So even with Brother William, same thing, even though we don't do the show because life be life in like we still Have those kind of conversations, or we'll text one another and be like, Did you see today's episode? Or do you think this storyline's gonna happen? Or, you know, and things like that. So we definitely had a good time with Cacklin in the kitchen. Okay. All right. So shortly after uh, when 2021 started, right? I started doing interviews um, because I didn't see people actually like doing interviews to get to know people on stereo so i started doing it and um i would call it it was readality with or chill no they were actually titled i think chilling with and then whoever the guest was and those is what i call reality interviews because i had a series of questions and we would go through them and all that kind of stuff so it was pretty interesting and i got the idea from this uh, show that I would regularly watch called Inside the Actor Studio. And the host would have a series of questions and then he would have a fun list of questions at the very, very end before um, he would turn the the guest to talk to the students um, who were there attending in the uh, auditorium. So yeah, that's where I got that from. So I wanted to interview people who were on stereo who were kind of like making waves and stuff like that, but maybe we just didn't know them intimately like you know the deeper level so yeah like i interviewed talk that talk dr pete rishad radio like there were several people um that i had spoken to uh then there was a show with this young lady called make liz laugh now liz was a very interesting character she was a stay-at-home mom and she wanted to i get she wanted to dabble in comedy um However it was she I don't know she had it was more like dry comedy right so maybe like shows like frasier or shows like um oh what's the what's another one that I could think of uh, Seinfeld or something, right? So she had a comedy style like that, and the sh- the premise of the show was was that people would come into the room and they would have to tell a joke to make her laugh, and if they didn't, then of course she would have commentary that would counteract that, right? So that was the show with Liz. It was called Make Liz Laugh, and then I did a show. Um, oh no, I had twenty nine shows. Oh, my bad. It was a list of 29 shows. Um, It was called Facts or Fakes. Now, I did that show with Cash. Cash was um a guy who used to be on this app, and he was, you know, definitely a New Yorker, okay? And he used, he used to just, he was very unfiltered absolutely unfiltered and we used to get up there and have a good old time ain't no telling what was what was about to come out of cash's mouth absolutely no telling and when i tell you like the first thanksgiving that i was uh here on stereo we did a show on thanksgiving for the for like i don't know for hours Absolutely, ours. So yes, I am at my family's house. We're having family dinner. Everything, and I am still doing a show. <laughs> that was a good time, though. And one of the first comedy shows that I ever partook in um, was an improv show. So there was a a, a lady named Diane, right? Diane and I. They, Diane did uh, radio in another state. I think it was out there in Chicago. And her and I used to get on every Sunday morning and we used to do a comedy improv show. And she would play this character of like a grandmother and I would play like her granddaughter. I think, I think I was playing like her granddaughter or her niece or something like that. And people would have to, would participate by leaving messages. And because we didn't know who was leaving messages and we couldn't read transcripts at the time like we can now on stereo, We didn't know what people were gonna say and when you're doing improv you just go with whatever somebody throws out there and you run with it and you make it work and that's what we did it was a really good time so you're talking about in a three years time I did 29 shows in three years time you know that I brought to stereo or developed on stereo or started on stereo and took someplace else so when i tell you that it's always good to really just sit and reflect on what you have accomplished because not everybody is one gonna remember all that two especially when you're talking about apps like this people come and go all the time and they don't know your history and we all know in today's society people don't look for context a majority of the time so Nobody's going to check my resume, right? Nobody's going to look to see what I've done as far as just here on stereo, right? So this is my way of acknowledging what I have done. Because at the end of the day, if ain't nobody going to clap for you, you got to clap for yourself. You dig what I'm saying? So yeah, that was my 29-show run here on stereo. And who knows what else is going to develop from this brain of mine
4: knows? How you doing, Miss Melanin Seduction? What? I hope your night is well. Be at peace, Miss Melanin Seduction. Squinty.
0: Hey, Squinny. Good to see you. Happy New Year.
4: Young and the Restless is my shit. Really? You know what it is, Squinty. What?
0: Quit playing. Don't have me start texting you, asking you about that show.
4: Now you got me in my feelings, Miss Melinda Seduction. You know Why? you could have interviewed me as well. Squint.
0: I didn't know you back then, though. When I was doing them, um, I didn't know you back then. But who, but you know what? I've thought about bringing my interview shows back, but because, quite honestly, because there's so many people now that do interview shows, I just, I don't want to do it. Because I'm like one of those people where it's like when when there's more people doing it, when it seems to be like more of a trend, right, then it's not really significant anymore because you're not the only one. Like, of course there's different styles to do interviews. However, it's still just another interview show, you know? So, I don't know, I might bring it, like do go back to doing interviews, just maybe not here on stereo. Man, maybe I'll do it a different way.
4: I've been on here since March of 2020 when COVID hit. I've been around And you could text me about Young and the Restless. Squinty.
0: Okay, then. See, I but yeah, you were around, but I don't think we interacted with each other back then yet. I don't believe so. But I could totally be wrong. I mean, you are talking about like, you know, now almost four years.
4: (laughs) But back then, I had 17, almost 1,800 followers before they locked my shit up. Uh, then it got weird, oh. and I left for a while, come back. I'm just trying to see what's popping. I got new music popping out and shit, so I'll be on here advertising. You feel me? Squint it.
0: As you should. As you should. Now, if you have music on um, Spotify, let me know, uh, because I'll go send me your Spotify link, and I'll follow you, and then I'll also uh Put your music in rotation when we do our shows over there on Station Head. Um, so, yeah. that's I, I, I love doing this stuff.
4: All platforms, baby. All platforms. Squinting.
0: Okay, then. For sure. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. Wait, do I type squinting? Is that what I do? I just type in squinting? <laughs> like, what's your, um. Nah, no, I don't commit. I need, what's your, um, your artist name on there?
4: Squinted Eyes Recognition was just oh, okay. put out on the 5th. We got seven more hits that we just gonna release as singles and maybe a couple EPs because we already got the music. But now we're doing the artwork and getting the videos. I think the next one we're gonna release is Grown and Sexy. What's going
0: on? Ooh. Ooh. Okay then. That's the set. Well, congratulations on all your growth and success. You know. Looking forward to seeing more of that and hearing more of that. You know. Thank you for sharing that with me. Um so yeah, uh, the shows that I did, I had a good time with those shows. Um, I was in, like I said, my intention was always with good intention, right? And it was always about um, empowering. And then, what I do know about myself is, I know that I am a a vessel to assist other people. Wait, did I put give us a topic up here? Oh, I did put give us a topic. Um, So uh, I know that I am one of those people where um, I'm like a, like I said, a vessel, right? So I know that I have a gift of being able to create things, help things evolve into something better um, and just adding value to something that was just an idea at one point, right? And say, so I'm saying all that to say is that anyone who has sat next to me on this panel, right? Or on a panel and with as far as like consistent shows and then decided to keep going, right? And kind of like spread their wings a little bit more. The more they got comfortable and confident within, you know, their skill set and their realm and their lane, right? Has grown into something more than what they were when they started with me. So I know. Then I'm one of those people God put on earth to where it's like when I move, you move. You feel me? If I see potential in you and we working together, I'm gonna push you more forward and encourage you to do more. So there was many a times I had conversations like with Jones Boy, LiveWire, Twixie, Bex, Petal, um, uh, Liz, like several people where it was like, you know, you could, you know, you have this in you to do this, like, don't stop, um, you know, just giving them an encouraging word so that the doubt can cease and they can, you know, kind of understand and see what I see and then build from there, you know, um, and in like many moments, right, in many, many moments. Sometimes people forget who you were in their life to help them and be there for them and support them and encourage them. And they want to turn their experience into a negative experience. However, I'm choosing to turn my experience with some of those people into not having any regrets because at the time it was a good time. Now, are we cool now? Absolutely not. Some of them people, like, no. You know what I mean? Um, And it just is what it is. And I'm not here to, you know, deep dive into all the history of it all. But, you know, briefly, it's, you know, uh, Twixie, Livewire, Roy Truth, you know. I have, it was one of those, those are three people where it was like, Oh, trip do say for people where it was like, OK, we had a moment in time and that moment has passed and I have no regrets and the time spent. However, I'm glad that God made a way to do what he made happen to do for us to separate and divide, you know, because sometimes when God is blessing you to go somewhere, you can't take certain people with you. You know what I mean? Especially if on the low, they was really like hating you. You know what I'm saying? Which then makes you feel like you were being used. Now, I know I just said God uses me as a vessel. So that's one thing when God uses me. But when people use you, this is how you can tell the difference. Because the minute there is conflict or discourse and the way that they handle it, If they handle it with disrespect, they didn't respect you in the first place. You were just a means to an end. That's it. You were a means to an end. So it's just quite interesting in how you have to be mindful about who you connect with and who you do show up for, but don't have any regrets on being who you are in the moment, especially when your intention and your heart was pure from the beginning.
4: But yeah, type in "squinted eyes" and you should see the state of Indiana. It's on Spotify. Squinted.
0: Okay, I'm uh, um. I'm gonna look that up in a second before I lose my train of thought. <laughs>
4: look in your uh back chat. I sent you a. Uh, a message that has the info on it. Squint it.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, no wonder. I'm up here. Uh, I see what I did wrong. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um. That way I can also uh, let Bex know and Petal know. Um, so we can include you in our uh in our playlist and put you in in rotation. See, I'm here for it. Okay, so so there's that, right? And then there's a, the the other the other person I did a show with, like so Jones Boy. Same thing, cause I mentioned him earlier about you know encouraging and um you know sharing ideas and stuff like that so we used to have conversations in between give us a topic right and one of the things that i noticed um because he used to do a show with dan rod on sundays with sports right and so i used to say to him because i saw the interaction between him and ron j and i used to say to him like you should do a show with you and ron Jay because you guys have a great dynamic between each other there's a contrast there right, which would be entertaining to the people. And, you know, the idea wasn't welcomed too much at first. However, look what happens every weekend on Saturday and Sunday, you can see Jones boy and Ron J sitting together on a panel. So all I'm saying is, is that I know, I don't be wrong. So if I have an idea, and I believe that it's going to work, and um especially when I see the potential in it and I've worked out all the angles before I even said it, then yeah. And I mean, even at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt to try because you don't know unless you try. If you don't try, then you won't know if it's going to work or if it's not going to work. Or if it is going to work, you might need to just tweak something. Either way, at least you can scratch it off your bucket list that you did it, you know? And so congratulations to them on all of that. So, and then I said to you, I was going to mention about read the live, what live wire and how to play on words and all like that. So, uh, we did that show regularly Friday mornings, three was no 4 a.m. My time. Cause I'm on the, on the West coast, he's on the East coast. So I would get up faithfully every week. Okay. Um, to do that show. Uh, And like I said, uh, sometimes people will only work with you because it's a means to an end. And then when there's conflict, they can they will be very disrespectful. And everything that was, you know, received uh, thus, you know, prior to all the all the good stuff that happened prior to, and the encouragement, and you know, the key can, and a good time, all of that get is is forgotten when you know you finally want to just break away and want to destroy another person. And I use the word destroy; it may sound extreme. However, um, I'm not gonna deny the the description of the experience and how I saw it and what. I heard, you know, and what I heard was people and not just Twixie and Livewire because Roy Truth did it, too, you know, Um, and just really just bashing my name and throwing me just in the pit of fire, you know, and willing to just negate everything. So I thought that was very unfortunate, but it did definitely taught me a very valuable lesson, which I should which was really just a reminder, cause we I mean, if you saw the five heartbeats and you remember what um what their manager said was like, you know, I mean when he had his own experience, like he worked he worked with artists and then the artist dropped them dropped him to go get new management. You know what I'm saying, and I'm not saying I was their manager or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that the influence and the encouragement that I, you know, gave to them was used, applied, and when they were done, they threw me away and burned me at the stake. You know, and what was really um fortunate to experience was seeing the the stereo community a majority of the stereo community just watching it all happen and no one speaking up for what i contributed in a positive way right and of course some people wanted to intervene and did intervene and they didn't make it any better and then then they weaponized that but that's a whole nother story um uh for later but all i'm saying is is that sometimes um people will just take 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 from you and then once they're done they're done and it's really unfortunate but it happens Oh my God, you're so speaking of my heart right now because I did just get through watching it.
4: Yeah, that's what 2020 did for me when COVID hit. I mean, I got a track about the shit where I started off talking about the shit. But COVID was a wonderful thing because it separated shit that needed to be separated. That was long overdue. And it has continued for these four years people that was all around and everything. Now I don't know their numbers. No smoke, no blunts with them. Ain't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? And life has gotten so much better. Squint it. And I'm watching Young and the Restless.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to meet another YR fan. For real, for real. Um, yeah, and some, sometimes division is good. Like the whole experience of when those people decided to drag me and the, the verbal vomit show that I mentioned earlier that was on my list uh, and how that young lady wanted to accuse me of something. Like there's just what's so interesting to me um, about this stereo community, which is uh, which is, I've never experienced anything like it on any other app. And I've been on social media since social media was, you know, starting out, right? But stereo, the stereo community is the only community where they will build you like, well, I don't want to say the only community, but as far as what my experience has been, where they will build you up, in your face, love bomb you, and then bomb you. <laughs> and then want to destroy you and see, like, and break you down as much as they can, like, talk, like, take everything you've ever said and weaponize it, but yet have no receipts, don't come back with any, um, not even just receipt receipts, but can't actually give a full explanation of what I did wrong to you, right? or what have I made you feel to make you feel that way? Because one thing about me is if you tell me that something is broken between us, if you tell me this, I will do anything that I can to fix it. But if you don't tell me it's broke, and I, which means I can't fix it because I don't know it's broken, then you can't get mad at me that I'm not fixing it. And what I experienced was just that. I experienced where when I did approach people where I felt something and felt some kind of way, I wasn't received with understanding. I was received with negativity and dismissal, you know? So it's so funny how people be doing that. You know what I'm saying? And, but like I said, stereo is one of those places where you can definitely like learn and grow how to maneuver being around people like that. You know what I'm saying? I've been called an ableist on this app, a narcissist. I've been called, um, um, saying that I needed to like, I was, it's it's such a taboo way to say it now, but like, I was just like crazy, like on some like multiple personality type stuff. That was something like that. Twixie said, I was accused of putting a battery in someone's back to have another person beef with, with, so Twixie said, I put a battery in smoke breaks back to beef with her. You know what I'm saying? That never happened. I didn't even know that they even had a beef. You know what I'm saying? So I found out like everybody else did. Um, I've been told to go to hell. I've been um, called a bitch. I've been uh, been told I had daddy issues. I've been like, there's all these negative, disrespectful, degrading things that have been said to me. Or not said to me, I take that back, not said to me, because what's interesting enough is none of these people who had issues with me said it to my face. That's the crazy part, which is why you're mad for what? Because I feel like this, if you are a real mature adult, then you can have a real mature conversation and you don't need an audience of 25 people on an early on a early. A weekday morning to fill your room up to drag somebody to make yourself look better, or to play the victim. Oh, that was the other thing that even most recently, um, I pull the victim card all the time. You, I can't be a victim if you're not a threat. At the end of the day, so if you're not a threat, you're I can't be the victim. You can't hurt me. Is it gonna rub me the wrong way? It might be frustrating or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Will it even hurt my feelings? Yes, but that doesn't make me a victim, though. I don't feel like a victim. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just feel like, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, you, you get played. I had to chop it to the game. I got played. I did not pay attention to the, the writings on the wall and the red flags I was already noticing. I just ran with it because what I had to work through personally was understanding that you can hope for the best out of people and hope that there is, you you know, you can bring the good out of people, but that doesn't mean that you can control having the good in people and bringing that out. You know what I'm saying? So I can be encouraging and be someone's backup and support and everything. And you can call me when I'm getting ready to go out with my own cousin and go have shenanigans and I will sit on the phone with you and hear you cry and walk you through that to help you build your confidence back up, only for a couple years later to be dragged into the mud and told to go to hell and lied on and everything like that. And then, then I don't know, I feel like there's like a small <laughs> It's interesting because the most recent fallout with the a and people, right, so, like the most recent fallout, this is what's so crazy, and this is um it's really it's really interesting because even and I say it's the falling out because I have not been connected with a n n for over a year, right? Um, I said me and Trip Duce used to do that show, um Kindred Spirits or whatever, and that fell apart, right? So that fell apart after a situation with bliss. So it was two, two separate things. But, you know, one mind one sound. So, um, <laughs> so that happened. So Twixie, Livewire, and a and have not been on my radar at all for over a year, right. And I haven't I was I haven't even been on the app like that, only for me to come back to the app. And I'm in Jones Boy's room. I'm saying random general comments. And apparently, like, Twixie fell some kind of way, did a show. Bliss finds out about it. And then Bliss does a show and drags me in the mud. And talked about me like a dog. I'm talking about I, maybe a dog had better, you know, treatment. Because... I'm talking about, I ain't never, 42 years living on this earth, I ain't never had a man talk about me or talk to me in the matter that that man had the vileness in his body. You gotta have some serious hate in your soul to want to treat somebody like that, you know? And that's why what I tried, what I decided to do in, like I said, like with verbal vomit, depending on the situation, I will address it. Other situations, I let it roll off like a water on a duckbill. So when I did address it, um, you know, I tried to go at it with on some love type stuff, right? So I responded with some love and, you know, tried to de-escalate the situation. However, that apparently wasn't good enough and then that got weaponized too. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, he literally took everything that I said and tried to flip it and then like just keep going with it. So I don't, what I don't understand, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. I do understand because um, saying I don't understand acknowledges my ignorance as acknowledges an ignorance that I don't have when it comes to dealing with people like that, because that was a lesson learned in being mindful of who I connect myself to, because not everybody is worthy of being connected to me. And the way I feel about it is it had to happen in such a dramatic, dark, demented way in the falling out with those people, because it's going to be a constant reminder to me of paying attention to people's behavior and their verbiage when they want to connect with me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm one of those kind of people where it's like, if you say you have an idea or you want to do something and I see the value in it, I'm like, Hey, let's go. Let's make that happen. Let's do it. Let's go. let this out. You feel me? Just because I want to see the other person win. Cause see, at the end of the day, I'm always win. Why am I going to always win? Because God got me. You know what I'm saying? God has me. He all he has always had me. He has always pushed me in the forefront. He has always abundantly blessed me in situations and putting me in front of the right people. I may not know a lot of people, but I know the right people who know a lot of people and where my misstep was at was I was trying to be the right person for everybody. That's what my lesson was. That's where my mistake was because I gave them opportunity to be connected to me, use me for what they could use me for, and then drag me as if I never existed. Like, I'm gonna be even more like dramatic with the verbiage that has been used towards me on this application right like put it like this I would be unrecognizable if it was in the physical form I would need reconstructive surgery if it was in the physical form and the words that they used were physical punches to my body and my face that's how disrespectful it was and what and I said in that context, because a fair fight is when you, the person getting beat up, has the opportunity to fight back. But everyone that I have mentioned to you that had something to say negatively towards me were actually cowards because they never said it to my face. Ever. To this day. So... At the end of the day, can I really respect anyone who doesn't have the cojones, you know what I'm saying, to say it to my face and actually have a constructive, healthy conversation? No, no. And all that did was teach me that, you know what? Hey, cut your grass. God was and God kept telling me, cut your grass. Cut your grass, cut your grass. And I wasn't listening. You know why I wasn't listening? Because I was all about go. I was all gas, no brakes. At one point on this app, I just listed 29 shows I've done on this app since 2020. And at one point on this app, I was averaging 25 shows a month. I was on this app every single week giving content. Every single week. Hours upon hours upon hours upon hours. So at the end of the day, I didn't lose. You know what I'm saying? Now at the time when all of that was going down, did I feel like I lost? Yes. Because I believe in friendship. I believe in bonding. I believe in respect. I believe in moving forward. I believe in healthy communication. All of that. You know? So I didn't lose. I just gained more skills, stronger skills to recognize who people are in the very beginning based on what I observe in their actions because that's the same way I felt about a Nobody was rocking with a and n. Nobody was really in their rooms. They might have like two or three people. And one of them people, shout out to Lady Bomber. She's she's a very informative woman. She was one of them. And then I started going into their rooms. Then ANN asked me to be a part of ANN. Now, I was in their group chat, but I wasn't no ANN member. I don't do groups and all of day. I don't do that. I'm solo dolo. I was born in this world by myself. I was raised in this world by myself as the only child. And I'm, no. I will participate, but I'm not a, like a member member. You know what I'm saying? And so when I was asked to be a part of a I was also, you know, told to invite Bex, Petal, uh, Live, and Twixie. Nobody wanted to be a part of it at first. The more I kept going up in there, it started to trickle a little bit of more people coming up in there then they got recognized at the king stereo bliss won twice then they blew up off of donna's platform with king stereo when he won king stereo bliss gave honor to me in acknowledging that i helped that even kick off with the recognition of who they are now so all i'm saying is is i know what god what the gifts god has blessed me with because there was there's a saying in one of Tyler Perry's plays with one of the characters where the character says, You know that God is blessed with your life when everything you touch is blessed. That's how you know God is 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 happy with what you're doing in your life. Because everything you touch, everything you touch is blessed. And every person that I did a show with that is still here doing shows is blessed. And all of y'all know who they are. Now. Am I saying that I made them? No, what I'm saying is God used me to elevate them at the end of the day. And you have to be careful about stuff like that. You have to be careful about how you maneuver on social media apps. And even in the real world, be mindful. We live in a, this is, you know, for those who are spiritual, this is a spiritual warfare. Always has been, always will be. So you have to be mindful of, who you give your energy to and um how much energy you do give when you do give it out. You have to be mindful of that. And you have to be grateful for all the great highs and the deep lows that come with it, because everything can't be good, because if everything is good, you're not gonna appreciate it that much more. And I'm saying all that to lead to say this. If it wasn't for going through and If it wasn't for going through that, right, with all of those people, I wouldn't be able to appreciate those who I know who are in my life who are absolutely solid and reciprocate what I give them. You know? And somebody, shout out to one of my best friends, okay? My best friend said to me earlier tonight because I started to notice in coming back to stereo, that people who i don't even know and people who i never had a bad interaction with got me blocked and i was like am i tripping and i'm not i wasn't worried but it was just an observation that i brought to my friend's attention and my friend was like that's good that means there's one less person you got to deal with because they showed their true colors and she's absolutely right. She's absolutely right. So the, the, the moral to the story when it comes to everything I just said, as far as the, the deep lows of what I've been through on stereo, like, it's, it's a blessing in disguise at the end of the day. It's a blessing in disguise. And, you know, I wish no ill will on any of the people that had a negative word and still got a negative word to say against me because with it's, it's similar to, like, the Peter Pan story for every, what is it, every time? No, that wasn't it. No, there's a phrase or something like every time. No, it was the movie The Miracle on 34th Street, I think, every time a bell rings Like an angel gets its wings or something like that. So every time a negative word or negative actions are, you know, thrown at me, either me knowing about it by way of hearsay or, you know, um, me (laughs) me actually having a conversation with someone. You know, because some of those conversations are definitely been far and few in between, you know, where people actually are mature enough to have that. Um, However, but uh, saying all that to say, like, I just I'm grateful for it. And I know that there's bigger blessings upon the way because of the way I handled it, because sometimes it's not. It's not so much as what you're going through, but how you go through it. And God looks at that. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can't handle the deep lows on this level, how are you gonna handle the deep lows on a higher level? You know what I'm saying? And when I tell you that I feel it in the air, I sense it in my being, and there are slow little things that are confirming of what he's lining up for me, and I'm being very diligent of paying attention to that and receiving it and being get you know being ready so I don't have to get ready if that makes sense.
4: Well, there is something that's broke. This distance that's between us, Miss Mellon and seduction.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you don't want this smoke. Remember you used to tell me that all the time? Yeah. Shit, I'm with all the shits. Squinty.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I do remember telling you all that.
4: You out there in Washington, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Don't you fire that tail up that you got? Let's get high together. Squint.
0: yep i'm in the corner part of the map that's where i be i'm in the corner part oh yeah i already been doing that (laughs) so yeah but you know what um so that was kind of like the the you know i wanted to make sure i definitely started off this conversation with you know sharing um my the highlight my highlight reel i guess you can say of i misspoke earlier in the beginning with 28 shows it was actually 29 so i'm just shy just shy of one more so now i gotta develop one more just so i can hit 30 because i'm one of those people where i'm like i need it to be an even number (laughs) so yeah there's that so i gotta develop one more show now that is the goal um So we'll see what happens. We'll see what I develop for 2024 and go from there. Um, Could be a solo show. Could be a duo show. I don't know. You know what I mean? Ain't no telling what's happening in my brain and what I might come up with in my creative self. Um, And then, of course, I definitely uh, want to end the conversation with some of my greatest highs. Because there has definitely been more of those than the deep lows. That's why I did it in the order that I did. Give you the highlight reel, discuss some of the deep lows in a very short type of way, and then, you know, end on a super high note.
4: <laughs> well, let me, me find up. Secret? I got some diesel cookies and some. Uh, Ice cream wedding cake. Squinty.
0: Well, depending on which route you want to go. If you want to go up and then go down, you know, the diesel cookies will do it. If you do the other one, it'll be like kind of (laughs) copacetic.
4: Well, start another show. Let's start one. Let me have the privilege of being (laughs) your 30th. (laughs) <laughs> Squinting.
0: Oh, let's well, see, we can talk about that See what's in development Um, And then, you know what, that reminds me RJ, uh, I did not forget what I said to you last year Um. So yeah, <laughs> about that Cause I did, um, I said something. I had an idea for a show with him too, but not for Stereo though. It was for another platform. Um. So yeah. So some of my highs, my greatest highs here on Stereo. Uh. Of course, I'm definitely gonna start off getting checked up. <laughs> Cause that was absolutely a shocker. Uh. Where some people, you know, applied for a check mark. Or depending on what they did, and or you know, as far as like stereo inviting them to be on the application, um, they automatically got a check mark. Or if you applied for it and stereo did their you know their research and felt like you were worthy of it, then they would give you one, right? So there was like you know cycles of people who were getting checked up, and myself, Jersey Worthy, and Core, we all got checked up. At the same time on the same day during the same show. And that was on Stereo's Got Talent. Jersey and I were hosting the show. Uh, Core came into the room. She left the message. Jersey played the message. And he noticed that she had a check mark next to her name. And we celebrated that, right? We celebrated her having a check mark. She leaves a voice clip and she says, I didn't even know I didn't see it. I haven't checked my pro. I'm driving. But y'all are next. Y'all gonna get checked up next. And maybe, I don't know, 10, maybe 5 to 10 messages later, Jersey looks at my profile and sees I'm checked up. I click on his profile. I see he checked up. That was so crazy. To the point where I inboxed. Remember, I told you Stereo used to use their Instagram account super actively, like super active. And I messaged Stereo, and I messaged him, and I said, "Is this is this for real, or is this a joke?" And they were like, "No, this is very real. We need you to send X, Y, and Z information, da 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 da, and all like that." And then it kind of went from there. But then, what was the most Funniest high of being checked up was after we ended the show of SGT. Right after we ended stereos Got Talent* that day, um talk that talk was in the live when we got checked up. He was in the room, and so when the show was over, he called each of us, and he was just like screaming in the background, like,
2: "Ah,
0: they're checked up, y'all checked up!" Like it was so crazy. Like, and we didn't, we wasn't expecting that at all, at all. So that was definitely one of the greatest highlights because I was one, I think, I get, I don't know of um, too many people who didn't get checked up, who wasn't checked up when they got here, like Stereo invited them, right? And gave them one. I'm talking about people... Who was not looking to be get a check mark, wasn't expecting it, didn't apply for it, wasn't doing shows to get stereo's attention. Like I was that person. Stereo chose me on GP. And I am proud of that. Because they saw and paid attention to whatever it was I was doing in the short amount of time that I was on the app. And they gave me a check mark and I've been rocking this thing ever since. So there's that. And i and what happened when I got the check mark is that was when I felt more obligated to actually show up for the stereo community and give y'all content, give y'all shows, give y'all someplace to go to, give you something different to experience, something to learn, something to laugh at, something to make you feel good, something to encourage you. Some to uplift you, all of that, you know what I mean? And in various ways, you know, and I did just that. I did that because I don't think there's nobody else on this application that can say they did 29 shows. And it's all recorded because I've had this same account since I started on the app. So anybody that I ever sat next to, whether they deleted the show or they got removed off the app, I have the show. <laughs> I have the show, and I'm so proud of that. Period. Um, another great high was, uh, pull up to the porch. Shout out to Your Highness and Solo Culture. They used to have a regular uh, room called Pull Up to the Porch, and everybody that was in the room that you know they had built a connection with was called the cousins, you know and that's how i met uh bex and um and uh it kind of went from there and that's also how i met jones boy and then jones boy and i was doing give us a topic and then that's how jones boy and i met petal like and ghost and several other people so but if it wasn't for a pull up to the porch and um hanging out with them and just having a good time because it really was like going to your family's house and y'all just kicking it. That's really what the vibe was like. There was no disrespect. There might have been a little friendly shade, little jokey jokes. You know what I'm saying? Um, we would play music. We would uh, have random shenanigans. Then we started playing games. Um, matter of fact, Your Highness was doing stereo karaoke, and we was playing Family Feud before any of these other um, shows and rooms were doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it it was absolutely amazing. And it was always a vibe. And you knew it was a vibe for that show, given the fact that when they decided to not come on to stereo anymore, we were saddened by that we really were deeply saddened by that we were like oh my god what's gonna happen to the porch and da-da-da-da. And like we even did spinoffs like it was pulled to the porch you know and i told you about the show that i did with brother williams with being in the kitchen um there was uh jackie rose uh she was in the garden uh jones boy would be i think his was like the backyard or something but we all like did a spinoff section of that, you know, because of what they created in that space. So pull up to the porch was an amazing time. It was very fun. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely a vibe. Uh, another great high was when I first had a conversation with Talk That Talk. Because the first conversation I had with him wasn't the interview that I did with him, it was a random conversation. And because, you know, unlike how it is now with how you can buy a blue check mark, right? Which I was accused of that too. Like, no, you can buy check marks back then. Um, But uh, he was checked up and I didn't know who he was outside of stereo. You know what I mean? But when he called me, And invited me up on his platform. I was such, I was so fangirling. I was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you wanna talk to me. I didn't know who he was. Feel me? So, and I'm not person. Like, if you are someone who has some prestige to you and you wanna talk to little old me, yeah, I might fan out a little bit because I'm like, why you wanna talk to me? I am a regular, regular person, you know? And, but it was a vibe though. It was a total vibe, um, so that was great. Uh, another great high was, um, hmm, oh, this is when we did our own verses. We <laughs> we did a kids cartoon verses. Me, Your Highness, Bex, and Twixie, and. We was, oh, and Brother William was up there with us too. And we did a stereo, we did our own stereo versus. This is, I don't know, if, I don't know if stereo verses is actually going on just yet. Um, But either way, we did our own version of kids cartoons, okay? And so each of us like would take turns playing a kid's theme song to beat the other kid's theme song, right? And then we had a whole situation where it turned into Team Elmo versus Team Barney okay like it was on site it was on site it was so much fun and then for y'all who know big said said was singing sad <laughs> was singing cayu the theme song <laughs> but it was the way he sung it it was so freaking funny y'all we were cracking up and then he sang the song from uh lean on me When the boys was in the in the bathroom singing the school song fair east side and he sang the song and he miss said a word and we all fell out laughing again yo there is so many so many different type of comedy great like comedy 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 greats or comedy gold moments comedy platinum moments it was ridiculous um Yo, I remember, um, on, oh, like when Diane and I used to do the improv show. So before anybody was doing like, uh, like improv shows like that, like there was, I know there was me and Diane, we did a Sunday improv show. And then there was like a soap opera drama type show that was kind of improvish or whatnot. But that was like, it was a whole group of people though. Like they were like a whole squad. You know, shout out to Disco Dave. Like they were an actual squad. Me and Diane was just two regular chicks just wanting to be funny on a Sunday morning. Right. And so um, those were super funny and great because, like I said, back then on Stereo, you didn't see the transcript. You didn't know who left the message. So anything that popped up in that, we had to just run with it. So if we just if we just got through saying one line, and for y'all who don't know how improv works, so it's like you can't say no to anything. So somebody could just throw some random, you know, situation in, and you gotta run with it and make it work. You know what I'm saying? And Diane was really good at that because she used to play, uh, like I said, she used to do this character that was like her grandmother, like her real grandmother, and she kind of just ran with it, and she would. We had like her character would be having an affair with the with the deacon at the church and um it was all this other stuff that popped off yo like I don't know and then we would have new people coming in all the time just ready and prepared to play along some people even volunteered to oh oh snap and saying that it just made me rem- remember what my 30th show was so i am at 30 shows because shout out to love god love god and i used to do a regular show like it was a sporadic regular show so it was like consistently inconsistent but we used to do a show called uh (laughs) we used to we came up with a product about titty milk (laughs) saving the world one nipple at a time and we used to have like these commercials and stuff like we used to have infomercials and we had we influenced the people of stereo we influenced the stereo community to put white mustaches on their faces okay white mustaches or white eyebrows all right and that was considered because <laughs> you drank titty milk and we used to have Cambodian titty milk. We had a we had a uh, a, titty, a titty milk bar in Vegas. We used to hire people. We used to have a complaint department. Um, I think Thaddee Scotty was like the president. Uh, Love God and I was the co-founders. With you know the CEO, the co-CEOs. Um, Tammy was a part of it. Like it was a bunch of people that joined in on that. So that was my 30th. So, yeah, I did have 30 shows. 30 shows in 30 years. So that's what? 10 per year. I averaged 10 per year. 30 shows. Did I say 30 shows in 30 years? 30 shows in three years. And I want to challenge anybody. I dare anybody to ask anybody else on this app. Like, who has that many shows? Whether they were limited series or longer and they're still here because the longest break i ever took was a month off the app that was the longest break other than that i was here you know what i'm saying so yeah what's some more highs i don't know i'm gonna think it's the more highs after i play this message what up
5: goes Wait, the rest of the story. Vent what session. Man. What are we going to vent about? Vent! When, <laughs> Rihanna! Yo, and the motherfuckers owe me $5. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to pay me about plus interest $10.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was just going over. Um, I just wanted to have this conversation and have this audio. Um to just go over everything that I've done on this app. You know what I'm saying? So I started off with my list of shows that I've done. um, And then I went and discussed briefly about the deep lows of some of the things that I experienced and the life lessons that came with that and what I learned about myself and in in how to move uh, through those situations. And then, you know ending it off with you know some of the great highs that i remember and it's funny because you being in the room that's definitely one of the great highs when jones boy and i were doing give us the topic because like i said we met ghost and pedal like in that room you know what i'm saying um and so yeah uh <laughs> So we met Ghost and Pedal, like in that room. And Jones Boy used to have this thing before uh, he played a message, like, message, he would say that. um, Or if he stopped the message, Jones Boy would be like, Skirt, what you say? And then I had my my phrase, my saying that I would always be like, wait, 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 wait and then ghosts, I don't know how that even happened. I don't know what the joke was, but somewhere down the road we just started saying monkey nuts. So, <laughs> we were just like monkey nuts. So that was the whole thing. Um, Petal like wasn't that wasn't Petal like that wasn't her name yet. Um, the name that we originally met her with was over it. And, yeah, and then it went from there. I remember me and Petal did a show together. Me and her did a show together. We had, like, just sitting up there, chit-chatting, talking. That's, matter of fact, that's when Petal had turned Otto Gajin, Otto from how we met him on Stereo's Got Talent, right? Uh, She turned Otto's name into a verb. Like, that's so Otto. Turned him into a straight verb. Okay? Straight verb. Because, I mean, well, verb, adverb, either one. Um, Adjective. You could insert any one of those there. Uh, But that was because of the spirit of Otto. Because Otto Gajin has such a. I don't. I have not met. I have not met a lot of people with the kindness and sense of self-control and just peace that that man has. Like, you know how sometimes you just meet people and they have just this, this embodiment of calmness. And that's what Otto represents for some of us, like how we see him. And like, he's a talented artist as a singer, as a, a, what is it? A drawer, an animator. I remember he did an animation for uh, Jersey and I for our birthdays. Cause Jersey and I do do a Stereo's Got Talent birthday show every year that was also one of our biggest highs that was one of my biggest highs on this app when we did our first birthday show um on sgt because i'm born may 10th and jersey is may 8th and um when we did that first birthday show y'all it was overwhelming with the amount of love that we received on that day like what I mean, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming. Like for those who are spiritual and know the word, that scripture that say God will pour you out a blessing, you won't have room enough to receive it. Let Baby, the heart was full. The heart was full in receiving all of that love from them people. Um. So yeah, and even just throughout, that's one thing that I'm definitely proud of. When it comes to out of all the 30, like there's definitely shows that I'm proud of, right? Um, SGT is definitely up there because it's still going even with the small break or the short the, term, the short ter- lived transition of, you know, renaming it into something else. Um, it's just it, it's just one of the safest spaces ever on stereo. And nobody can deny that. Absolutely no one. If (laughs) no one can't because Jersey and I don't tolerate disrespect and we don't tolerate, you know, um, disruption, dysfunction, none of that. We don't entertain it. We don't give you the opportunity. We shut you down. We will roast you out the room. If you try to be disrespectful or anything like that, Because it is not a place for judgment. It is a place for people to represent themselves in the best way they want to represent themselves and the talent that they have. And everybody at SGT has a talent. That's why anytime somebody comes into that room and they leave a message, and trust me, there's always one person who does it, comes into the room and says, I don't have a talent. I don't have a talent. You do. There's no way God created you and you don't have a gift and you don't have a talent. You may not have discovered it yet. You may not know what it is. You may not want to acknowledge what it is, but you have a talent period. That's just how the world works. It's how you're created. And we want to just celebrate that, whatever that may be. And Jersey had a wonderful idea because before we could post links in the room, right? It was just whatever you could put in a voice clip, right? But now with the links, right we're able to combine what you can put in a voice clip and if you do visual stuff so if you're a dancer if you are an animator if you know you're a, a you cook food and you have videos you post all of that like we will post the link during the show and encourage people to go to your content click on the link go to your content follow you give you a view give you a like something we will do that we are that space on the app and there is absolutely no other space in showcasing talent on this app that is as safe as ours i will argue with anybody to prove that point there's no shadiness there's none of that so i'm definitely proud of that um i am proud of the show that proud of the show's that I have started here on stereo. And then we saw the potential of moving it to station head because I get to sit next to two phenomenal women every single week, like every single week. And we always have a good time. I don't ever feel like I have to be on defense. I don't ever feel like I have to be on edge um, or be like it's the it's like what is the way to like really just describe it it is like going home you know how you be tired or whatever you just like i just want to go home because i know i'm gonna be comfortable i could do what i want could eat what i want i could say what i want i could wear what i want you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it's like sitting next to Petal Light and Bex Million. And I am grateful for that. You know? I am definitely grateful for that. Because there's no telling. Like, who would have thought we would have a theme song by none other than Junkie Dave? And I met Junkie Dave by way of Twixie. Because Twixie was interviewing him. He used to uh he used to do shows with some people on a n n and she interviewed him. I was inspired by his story to want to support him. And it went from there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so who would have like, who would have guessed that we would have been blessed with a theme song from Junkie? You know what I'm saying? Um, I've another highlight ghost put me in a song. <laughs> like <laughs> I can actually say I'm in a song. Like my voice is in a song. You know what I'm saying? And I'm honored to be a part of that project. You know? Um I could go on and on and on and on and on. But I don't I feel like now I'm just like kind of rambling. But those are definitely like ones that just point out, you know? Um Let me see. Uh real quick. I'm sorry, what time is it? I don't even know how long I've been on here. Uh, Let's see, what's another one that definitely uh, I had fun with and was like, "I'm here for it," like a super high note. Oh, you know what? Ratchet scientist for Bunny J. I am honored because Donatella mentioned about like that to uh, to Bunny J. That Ratchet Scientist is her first consistent show on the app. You know what I'm saying? I am honored to be that person sitting next to her for that to be her stereo resume. You know what I'm saying? I am honored to be that person. And I'm here for it. Because it's a good time sitting there just saying, (laughs) talking about uh, the ratchetness of the baddies and all like that. Um... And of course, sitting next to Core on Sundays for Church of Tourists. Oh my goodness! Matter of fact, that was the first time that I heard Bex talk. <laughs> was on our show on Church of Tourists. I think I think that was on. I think that was then. That was the first time I heard her. Me and Core did an all day show, not purposely, accidentally. Right? It wasn't supposed to be that way. But that's just how it happened. And I think we were on for like, I don't know, 12, 14 hours. I know it was a really long show. I went shopping and everything. You know what I'm saying? And that was how uh, when I started interacting with Bex more. You know what I'm saying? Um, but sitting next to the core and doing Church of tourists. Like, that was so much fun, and I looked forward to it. And my Sundays will be sold up. I would do church or tourists in the morning and do late-night Netflix at night. I'm talking about, and I'm, and I'm friends with both of them. So just being able to do shows with friends, it hits different. Being able to do shows with people that you feel safe with, and, you know, everybody is Comfortable in their own space in their own lane and we just gel together and we make something great and have fun while doing it. Like I'm here for that. And just to sum it all up again, right? Talking about the highlight reel, the deepest, the deep lows, and the great highs, I wouldn't be able to appreciate. Everything that I just said was a great high and there's many more, but I'm not going to ramble and bore everybody, right? Because I think you get the idea or whatnot. I wouldn't be able to appreciate that and see it for what it is if I didn't experience the ugliness of what people attempted to break in me. You know what I'm saying? so there's that and that is my 30 show three-year journey here on stereo and like i said sometimes people don't know this about who you are and what you've done and what you brought to the table what you've experienced because i don't need to i'm not one of those people where i necessarily need an audience to validate who I am. I don't need 25 people in a room. I've done shows where we've had a hundred people in a room. So (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, I don't, (sighs) I've done enough in my real life, pre-stereo, pre-COVID, pre-second kid, you know what I'm saying? when it comes to this entertainment thing to where I don't need the validation from a community that doesn't even, that from a stereo community, because I want to specify that, from a stereo from the stereo community that doesn't stand on principle and that was the overall life lesson that I got leaving 2023 and entering 2024. And how to maneuver on stereo stereo community does not stand on principle, it will never come together as a unit, it will always be division. It is literally a mirror of the world. That's why there's little pockets. That's why there's so much dysfunction. That's why there's so much disrespect and when people fall out they can't even have it have a mature falling out there are some there's always exceptions to the rule right but the rule when it comes to the stereo community and the culture is that it doesn't stand on principle and anything that doesn't stand on principle doesn't hold value for me in that context certain people hold value certain moments like the highest, you know, the great highs hold value as a whole. Absolutely not. And I'm not going to sugarcoat like it is, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So yeah, there's that. And I'm glad I experienced all of it because a lot can happen in three years. And now we in year four, cause like I said, my third year anniversary was actually in October of last year. So the fact that we're already in the fourth year, and I remembered the 30th show, huh, am I done? <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe not, I don't know.
5: Let me just send some vibes real quick. really bring back memories, um, E-Read and Jones Boy,
2: you
5: know, like, remember coming across the room the first time, and, and things like that, if it wasn't for Jones Boy and E-Read, we wouldn't be on stereo today, because most was to delete the app, we go like, Man, what can kind a of fucking cartoon floating here? balloon head, niggas talking <laughs> shit and, you know, things like that, so yeah um i remember when the roasting shit did happen me you and know, poor go back and forth with the roasted until we end up become top flight security at work right and they were like watch the door <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember doing the show roast the horse remember that people come up in there so, yeah, 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 me, pool, beer. Yeah, we used to watch, we used to be down in the comment section, me, pool, beer, and security guards for the door, and shit, you know? In just the case, people get out line, we just roast them, so anybody, so that's where the trolls them come up in there, and then they get roast. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> we really should watch some of them old, them old shows. But I love this music though. It's nice and relaxed.
0: Yeah, that's the whole vibe right there. It definitely is. Um. So yeah, man. Uh, I think I got everything that I wanted to say. Really. Um. Look at that. Look at that. Look how God works. I just spoke on you. I just spoke on the porch. (laughs) It's one of my greatest highs of being on the app and meeting everybody and meeting y'all and stuff. And how we did, like, all the spinoffs, you know, in the garden, in the kitchen. (laughs) So shout out to that. But, yeah, I mean... At the end of the day, uh, I have enjoyed um, many moments here on Stereo. It's definitely been a mixed bag of emotions uh, when it comes to being on here. And who knows what's gonna happen in the upcoming months? Because, I mean, Ratchet Scientist, the finale is, you know, um for Baddie's East is coming up in February so who's to say what's going to happen after that and if I will develop anything further on this app cuz me personally I don't if I do anything on this app I honestly feel like it'll Just be like, I'm here to do this, and then I'm out. Not so much as looking for participation or to bring something to the app for the people of the community, stereo community, to enjoy. More so of coming to the app so that I have a backup by using the app. And then, of course, I can download the audio and then place the audio someplace else. So more of a tool than as being a member of the community, which is absolutely okay. Because it's just evolution, things change, things are different. Relationships are definitely not the same. There's, you know, you have to grow as a person. And sometimes I definitely had to stop lying to myself about people. And Thinking that it was genuine what it wasn't and recognizing the people who are genuine. And shout out to my best friend who reminded me of that tonight or yesterday because it's now 1.47 a.m. And I've definitely hit my two-hour mark. And so I'm going to find... Um, a song that I feel like a really be fitting right now. Like right well Maybe two songs. Okay wait, three. Maybe three. And then I'ma go. Maybe three. Um hold on. Let me Type this in my phone So I can get it And I'm going to play these three songs And I'm going to be like Ghosts and go into the shadow (laughs) Oh man Alright so here are these three um, Busta Rhymes Ghosts And Junkie Day
3: Most Most people would consider consider this illegal, 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 Since we are the best and you agree with me, right? No need to debate debate, debate the way we push it. See, but i like the government said just respect my conglomerate. 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 conglomerate. In the back, with the crack, in the thugs, in the I drugs, I think I'm
4: black. Do what we only deal with the facts, bitch. Blazing, and I'm so amazing on the cracks, bitch. So i jump, and I skip, and I hop, and I flip over niggas like gymnastics. Watch the way that come and I'm giving the street chassis. Niggas know I'm the king of the classics. Dress, I'm spreading like a rash. Rich classes. Inception, you're about to get your ass. Emperor of every round table of the house. And when I speak, niggas respect me as leader of the councilman. God rap. God, God, thriller. God, 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 in the flesh. Call me God.
3: Now I know you see we be the most prominent. Dominant. Respect my conglomerate. Since we are the best and you agree with me. right? No need to debate. debate, debate the way we push it. See, but kind of like the government. So just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Respect my conglomerate. Respect my conglomerate. All right, folks. Just respect my uh, 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 uh. Young money in charge. Yes, it's Little Wayne, but the money's in large. Properties, young money in God. Now they wanna know how I be getting money on balls. Cause I be getting paid like out of this world. Hip hop is a bitch and I'm proud of this girl. When sharks come see hot fish curl, this is my game. You gon' need a girl. I know more about tree squirrel. He don't talk much, but that heat so verbal. Brand new wall, take a pico thermal. Gun outside of the pier, external. I'm so glad y'all still at the terminal I put you in a dirt gym Because I see the worm in you Nerdist bitch. And I can acknowledge it And respect my me. conglomerate Since we are the best And you agree with me, right? Uh-huh. No need to debate, debate. Uh-huh. The way we shit. See, we're kind of like the government So just respect my conglomerate Just yeah. respect my conglomerate Just yeah. respect my conglomerate Just yeah. respect my
1: conglomerate Yes, uh, this is uh, Batman, is, yeah. Yeah. Workers, bosses, bosses, Ferraris, Porsches, no pain, nauseous, crack spots, losses, oh. racetrack, horses. Oh. Big means at the oh. ram table yeah. What the cost is money, change yeah. of devils, angels. Uh, we the ones who say what you can and what you can't uh, respect. Power, I push, sour, I haze, Harry, pills, power, uh, gangsters, garments, ice, garments, you shit. Real niggas who I get it all. Uh, when I'm around, my colleagues ain't comfortable. Y'all gotta sit with my verses for a month or two. Wrong nigga to have a problem with. The blade first and the bullet gonna follow with yeah, If you're lucky, I might hollow it. Like Okay, conglomerate. we are
3: the best and you agree with me right no need to debate, debate, debate. the way we push it see but kind of like the government to so just respect my conglomerate just respect my conglomerate just respect my conglomerate
5: just respect my conglomerate just respect my
0: conglomerate. just respect my conglomerate, respect my conglomerate.
5: My conglomerate. <laughs> yeah read one time back in jamaica um there was a thief, right? Mm-hmm. There was another this other thief. So the woman shouted, out, Thief! Him take my handbag. He read, there was a thief back in Jamaica, him jumped the fence, trying to escape from us. Because we try trying to catch him, like we found my angry mob, we chase him down. We get we get by the handbag. But look, when the nigga jumped the fence, guess what? This nigga end up in some cactus, yo. I'm stuck there. <laughs> I'm too- <laughs> <laughs> Until the police them come scoop him up like ice cream man off oh, of the look man when the man jumped the fence you see when the man jumped the fence eerie. Cause we see when the nigga jumped the fence, you see when he jumped the fence? Me and the nigga shot sh- scream on some shit
2: like
5: that. Some shit like that. And then all of a sudden man see him stuck on some cactus, man. <laughs> you read the thief scream out, Help! Help! <laughs> the nigga start crying and, Hey! Eh. It's when the police them come, yo, look, it's when the police them come, the police mm. them was laughing. You should see your, your nigga look like a mannequin in the <laughs> cactus. <laughs> you should see him crying. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you should've seen when them take him out of the craft This nigga talk about, i ayy, ayy, ay, ay, ha, 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 hit Nigga sound like Johnny Bravo though, nigga. hit he, ha, hee, beep, 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 be beep, beep, beep <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's how funny you even said Johnny Bravo. We was talking about, um, somebody on this reality show that we watch me and my cousin and we were sitting at the uh, table on sunday and we was talking about how one of them looks like the way he built is like johnny bravo because he all like like super heavy at top but it looked like he keeps skipping leg day yo <laughs> nah, i i'm trying to tell you oh that was so funny Okay. Um now ghost, I know I said your uh your name. Um but I know that your your artist name is Jay Lotus. So you are the next person that I'm playing.
6: Hey E Reed. What it do you do Because you know, I fuck with you the long way. Um and I just want to tell you this never forget there are people in your lives for a season. Okay. And it's, that's all right. That's okay, right? Um, the people that are really motivating you and pushing you, you know what I'm saying, to do the things that you want to do and accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish, those are the people that you need around you. Um, and it's okay to leave other fucking people in the dust. It don't matter if that's friends, family, um, associates, whatever the fuck it is. Sometimes you got to leave people in the dust. And that is the lesson I learned for 2023. Um, At the end of the day, I'm always watching you. I I think you're awesome. I think you're an amazing person. Keep pushing, sis. Um, The ones that fuck with you know.
0: I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, kid. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you.
5: Wait, You're going to say the nigga top big and him legs them small, oh Lord, like him skip leg there. You see, that's violation, man.
1: Yay. It's
5: violation, man. But anyway, back to the cactus nigga them. <laughs> so yeah, 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 you imagine running down somebody and then when them jump over the wall, you hear them. <laughs> and when you look over the wall, you see me the cactus, like. It's like the man sleeping on top of the <laughs> <laughs> Monkey ass! <that's cool. laughs> yeah, Gorilla <laughs> Nation. Yeah, them them don't no call us monkey ass niggas for that <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Yeah, so the yeah shout out to the cactus niggas. You <laughs> stiff You stupid, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If E wasn't a good person, but wouldn't be in here. <laughs> Look, man, why do you think a lot of people hating E Read on stereo? Because it can't be like E Only E can be E Read.
2: So, so excited! That's
0: right. That's what I used to say. I'm so excited. Yo, I'm trying to tell you 30 shows, man, that's a lot of work putting in 30 shows on this app in three years, and I'm still here. And like I said, I challenge anybody with that long, that type of longevity and the safe spaces that I've held. At one point in time, I was called the queen of safe spaces, and the person who gave me that crown snatched it away. <laughs> Cause they got mad, um, but that's okay because at the end of the day, I know who I am and I know whose I am, you know what I'm saying? So, God got me, and that's all that matters, and I'm grateful for all of it absolutely, all of it. Um, so yeah, all right, now this is uh, <laughs> this is Jay Lotus, aka Ghost.
5: Uh, people feel uh, delusional, they fear to realize the truth. Oh, They're the devil, the lies, people. Yeah, they shoot the dreams out of the skies. Uh, yeah, no accountability, they play the victim, then the crime. Narcissistic ways. Uh, okay. Yeah, they manipulate with lies. Yeah, when you trust a lot of people, you can meet your own demise. The proof is in the pudding yeah. that's where the truth lies. But the truth will never tell a lie. Uh, Division is around, people running from their tribe. Hit uh, the singing, but some people running from their vibe. Uh, some people act tough until they're running for their lives uh, They block your social media, but still they watch your live. Until they see they prime. Oh, come on, until they sleep, they, oh, they, they, sleep they uh, When they tell the truth in modern times, people say you're rude. Solving all my problems like a Rubik's cube. Rubik's cube sub so zero, punch him up. No, we are frozen, dude. Cannibals see them in the open, now they're frozen food um, Blue pill or red pill, only one side knows the truth Yeah, youngsters, they recruit They got the go and fancy suit Don't disturb my nerves because my anger will not mute nah, In most nah. cases, people don't think before they shoot Grab the arm of milk, then I be cutting off some fruits Toxic relationship, a lot of people think it's cute uh, uh. I stay apart from the drama And I play the self And I wanna buy a fruit Stay apart from the enemies, enemies. People got the hidden jealousy. Uh. Still healing mentally, yeah. People are draining, draining people's energy. draining people's energy. Stay apart from the enemies, enemies. They got the hidden jealousy, jealousy. Still healing mentally, mentally. People are here draining people's energies. Uh. Stay apart from the enemies. Uh. People got the hidden jealousy. Boop. Still healing mentally. Yeah, people out there drinking, people say this. Yeah, uh. okay, man. Make sure everything's covered up there, you know. If you hear the message, make sure you get back to me, you know. See? Alright. Going back to another studio. Go for
2: it. Shout out to go.
1: You got damn right, seduction. You know who you are and you know who you're not. You know that you are melanin Seduction. And you were
6: not. Melan Braille.
0: See, look, that's another high that's another great highlight moment because many moments. Because see here's the thing. That's one of the things I do love about like the the shows that I do with certain people. So when Bex and I did our very first unapologetically unsupervised show, we were talking about garbage bill kids and board games and we said Milton Bradley and then we just it just went from there. You know what I'm saying? So what I appreciate is like there's these small moments, pocket there's these small pockets in time that I experience with people and it becomes an inside joke. You know what I mean? So, or I get renamed somehow. So, you know, Milton Bradley, Baba, Baba Wednesday, when he see me and he says, "Nationwide is on yo," like he does that from the gr- little girl who is singing the song. Uh, F and G calls me dearie, and he says it just like that. That came from a moment in time during church of Taurus where the conversation went in a direction that he is definitely comfortable in you know what i'm saying and that's how he greets me um project pook project pook started calling me blanket and then it kind of evolved from there to Duveya, blanket duveya reed and then check yourself added eliza <laughs> then you had the moment with um Oh my goodness. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. But he was calling me Melinda. People will it's like people cannot even read my name correctly. I've been called Melinda, Melania, uh, melanated. I got called that earlier, melanated. I got called Melinda earlier. That all happened. those both happened yesterday. Uh <laughs> Melody, like. <laughs> and I don't know which part's funnier. The fact that they just creating a name or, and I don't mean the ones that are just creating a name out of nowhere. I'm talking about the ones that just mispronounce my name. So it's like, I don't know what's funnier. The fact that you're mispronouncing and you're adding letters or you're mispronouncing it because you can't read. I don't <laughs> And I just take it with a grain of salt. At the end of the day, I'm going to answer to them. You know what I'm saying? Because I know who you're talking to. And look, I've even had people misread E-read. I've had people call me e red like, <laughs> like, how you skip a whole nother E? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's Little Pockets a Moment. You feel me? Little Pockets a Moment.
4: I am. Yeah. Grand rising, grand rising. I can see the light. You are the light. We are the Christ. A little chocolate drop. I see you. I am. Yeah. The rest of the story. Hey, ain't it a, ain't it a, um, a saga, a constant saga. The saga continues. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to everybody in the basement. You already know this your boy Crypto. Hey,
0: Well Crypto, it's good to see you. Happy New Year to you.
5: go. e Reed, you're still the queen of safe spaces. Fuck what them other niggas talking about. Fuck that, man. Yeah, man. Them just hating. <laughs> Yo, them get possessed by Satan. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we see cryptos in the crowd Uh uh uh, uh, yo, 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 uh yo, 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 yo Yo, what else we got? We got cutting up Yee-haw That nigga chopping up Shit, solo culture Watch out for the vultures Yeah We got, who? K-a-d- <laughs> key, we just got call a key Yeah, man Just make sure you, you know Protect yourself behind them doors and just lock it with them keys and things, we got Bex a million, yeah, 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 mm, with a bag of chips. Them Bex of the bag of chips, man. Man, what me tell you about processed food, man? No, she got chips on her shoulders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she got chips. We all going eat some chips and nobody getting none.
4: <laughs> oh shit! E read better shit. I just called you my little chocolate drop. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about reading the room. I, I oh, yeah.
0: No, it's perfectly fine. It's super funny too, cause I was talking to my cousin earlier, and he was telling me about um his friend that was over his house and was going through his phone and looking at pictures, and he found this uh picture that me. And my two cousins took in Vegas when we were on the strip with ratchet meters, which is basically, you know, the sword balloons. But we were pretending they were ratchet meters. So we would walk down the Vegas strip and we'd be like, beep, 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 beep. And then when we seen somebody ratchet, we would go like faster, beep, 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 like that. Nobody knew what was going on but us. So it was funny. But anyway, the point is, is that his friend seen the picture and that's what he called me. He was like. I see the girl with the chocolate, the little chocolate drop with the good hair, but who the guy in the back talking about my other cousin? <laughs> yeah, super funny. So it's just alignment. It's perfectly fine. I'm going to answer to it. Uh, people be
5: delusional, they fear to realize the truth. Oh. They're the of the people. Yeah, they shoot the dreams over the skies, oh. yeah. No accountability they play the victim then they cry Narcissistic ways That part Yeah, they manipulate with lies Yeah, when they trust a lot of people you can meet your own demise The proof is in the pudding, yeah, that's where the truth lies But the truth will never tell a lie division uh, uh, is around, people running from their tribe uh, Hit the singing, also, some people running from their vibe uh, Some people act up until they running for their life uh, They block your social media but still they watch your life uh, they're blocking on social media and still watch your life. That part. When they tell you, sometimes people say you're rude. That part. Serving all my problems like a Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube's of Zero punching up. No, we are frozen dude. Cannibals see them in the open. No, they frozen food. Oh
0: wait, I played that one. Small circle,
5: and full of friends. Just a few. Low the streets, far one. No, this is part two People coming with the antics and the bullshit People, they link the plug and the bullshit People never sweating, bullets running Scared that they disappear They screaming out their lungs, yo, they searching for air People say copy their homes, they the house, they're smelling the fear R.A.P. Big pun. I'm aware, so be aware Fifty years of hip-hop, another fifty will be a century Recharging the sun, gaining power just like fifty cents So people got a lot of money But not too many cents, it's just pennies penny. I'm
0: getting to the point with it Jump beside the green pipe Collecting up some coins with it Yo, I'm getting to the point with it Jumping beside the green pipe collecting up some coins with it See, how many times do you come across great talent all the time? I'm just saying
5: Hey, e as long as Hey, as long as it still resonates Them can call it melanated Things like that, you know And, you know And Me no of them can say the name, you know. But for real, them people, eh, man, they will call you Melanie and all kind of shit. (laughs) Man, them go fuck around and become head, man, like crazy, man. Shit. (laughs) Hey, Evie, check this out. One time was at the gym. You know, some niggas at the gym. (laughs) You know, some niggas at the gym, right? Um, you know when a woman come up in the gym, niggas try to show off and shit, try to lift all of these heavy weights and shit. Look, I'm telling you something about, but we have to help the we have to help this white boy like not get killed by the weights. Them this nigga trying to deadlift. Everybody can go down with it, but come back up with it. Nigga try to come back up with it. <laughs> nigga face <fear> turned red. <laughs> Yo, the nigga try to uh, come back up with the weights, man, and all kind of shit, then he hear something go You <laughs> 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 never shit himself, but he, but he just fart. But like, the nigga try to pu- push the weight You <laughs> try to push the weight some <laughs> 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 <toot> And he try to this nigga's boom. <laughs> yeah, the nigga lift the weight to them This white nigga, man Man try to show off and shit in the gym Oh a nice sexy girl. Oh I'm gonna deadlift. We're gonna do some deadlift. Nigga go all the way down. But come back up, man. Man, nigga man, have to run to the bathroom. Cause blood starts coming out his nose and shit. And I need my piece of tissue and shit. Me have to help him up with the with the deadlift. Me have to help him up with it. Like help him lift that shit. And all hears a poop. That's all I can hear, man. Like, yo, I'm to try to help this nigga. Yo, man, this Lift, <laughs> man! Lift. See, each each time you try to come up, you just say, <laughs> <Like> he... <laughs> "Oh
0: my God, holy!" Oh, All right. So <laughs> the next uh, the next artist that I do on Play-Doh is uh Junkie Dave, cause like I say, I'm staying in rotation, you know, and I have such high respect for this man. So yeah, definitely gonna play this one because
1: it's fitting. Shut. It's me. Who? Junkie. Dave. Look, you're feeling like how I go. i tired of feeling low. Got so much on my chest, had to take a rest on the pants, and I pressed on like one in the coffin. Hit the nail on the head, sleep is the cousin of the dead, and I don't be sleeping. I be a fight, my demons, what do you want? What you expect? I'm just a man in the wild. I do not follow the crowd. Ever since I was a child, a black suit's what they call me. Cause I ain't been one to fit in. I look around all around me, like why would I want to fit in? We are not one in the same, I'm different i go dang with the swish. I wrote games when I'm pimping, switching lanes when I'm dipping. Chucky Dave on a mission, but they don't really understand it. I turned my passion to a business, now my business is my passion. Yeah, I'm saying, Here I go. Ducky Tim's entertainment. I tried, I told you I'd do it. Now you see the damn plan in the image of the father. First spoken, then it came. It's the story of my life. From a Junkie to I'm a feeling king. amazing. I'm feeling the vibe. I just started from the basement. Now I'm on a rise. Watch me flowers, Watch me get it like it's mine. The vibe. I just started from the basement. I just started from the basement. Now I'm on the rise, rise, rise. Watch me fly. Watch me rise, rise. rise. Get like it's mine. I'm feeling amazing. I started from the basement. I started from the basement. Caption. Here I go. History is in the making. I'm going hard for mine. I tried, told y'all make it turn to hate to motivation I put my heart in these songs. Junkie David with the Psalms. Son of David with the songs. They don't like it when I tell them truth. So I put the truth in the sing along. the feed you lies and you never leave. I give them truth, they don't really want it. Feel so out of place every single day. I'm just trying to get away from it. I know you can feel the wave coming. This my story, I was made for it. I was doing what I love, yeah. Yeah, I love getting paid from it. This is real life music. Turning tables, there's a change coming. Come keep coming round. Promise I'm gonna treat it good i give you all that i got i give you all that i killed amazing i'm feeling the vibe i just started from the basement now i'm on a rise watch me fly watch me get it like it's mine i'm feeling the vibe i just started from the basement I me start it from the basement now i'm on a rise watch me fly watch me get it like it's am feeling amazing get it like it's mine. i just started from the basement I just started from the basement
0: Yo, shout out to Jackie Dave for that.
5: With the action, every action, there's reaction. People go react just like a nuclear reactor. When reacting, fake people acting just like the movie full of actors. I mind my business, I'm not searching for no problems. Woo. Problems multiply, they divide, I subtract, then I solve them. They're taking acid for their problems, they dissolve them. Channel travel, it can beat your future. Problems in the future. Agents in the system, they're recruiting, when recruiting. Bullet to the head, second life, memories rebooting. Imagine being sacrificed for a bag of weed, now you a bag of bounce. In the coast.
0: make yourself at uh, home. Uh, uh. Yo, your project's gonna be lit Okay, last song And then I'm about to get up out of here So I can catch some sleep And, uh, yeah I appreciate y'all for listening To my, uh, to the rest of the story Shout out to Paul Harvey That is actually where I got that quote from He used to have a regular, uh, 15 minute segment I believe it was like 15-minute segment on a talk radio show where he gave the rest of the story and he would give you a little snippet of somebody's life and it would actually tell you the origin of how they came to be. So this was my version in honor of Paul Harvey's vision of giving stereo community and anybody who listens to this audio and the sound of my voice the rest of the story. Of what I did here on stereo. And here is how I was able to do it.
4: You're listening to the sound.
2: I just <laughs>
3: you go, man,
2: you get a lot of shine. like but have it. To the people wanna get
3: like me. But what they don't know is when you go home and get behind closed doors. Man, you hit the floor and what they can't see is you're your knees. So the next time you get a
2: chest down, it's the God in me. The it's the God in me. Hey, it's a God in me It's a me I think i so fresh It think I'm so i so clear It think i so sweet
3: Hero, hero. What you don't know is when she get home and get behind cold doors. Man, she hit the floor, and what you can't see is she on her knees. And if you ask her, she'll tell you it's a god in me. 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 So fresh. So
2: so it's a god in me. 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 If you got you do see. If you gotta see me, you do see. when you see me. You see me. You don't know how much I'm breaking. You don't know how much I'm giving. In yeah. It's the God in so. So it's the God in me, God in me. Yeah. Say, God in me, yeah. God in me, so 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 in me. Uh
0: and that's exactly what it is you know what I'm saying because I feel like this you can tell when God is really in somebody's heart and they really coming from um, a level of love genuinely because even in conflict They're not looking to destroy. They're just looking to resolve. So, yeah. Ain't no... (laughs) When God is in your heart, there's no room for darkness. Only darkness allows destruction. And yes, destruction is needed when it comes to rebuilding, but not when it comes from malice and ill-intention that's not god's work you know so yeah that's how i feel about it that is the rest of the story and thank you for listening
5: all right this is the last one featuring evie
0: well i'm glad you're not in jamaica to get nothing to do anything T-O-F-O, if it
5: don't uh, call for getting, you know, put some juices and berries or some oils up in it and picking it out. Brushing on my afro. <laughs> Remaining balanced with am aggro. <laughs> Back in the days, they're in the jungle shooting arrows. So, 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 so. Fast forward to tomorrow, people hustle for the dough. Online banking always moving slow. People coming with conniving ways I focus on my pros and cons People take advantages by cunning people Afro with the itchy, uh. magic chopped down A lot of evil energies Shooting arrows in the jungle to the enemies I focus on my peace and kills Remaining balanced a short views Television, uh. tell the vision I don't watch the news Focus on the mission just like time fuse. Uh. Even though sometimes the mission is impossible Every day the system tell the lies uh. I will not trust up in these politicians Boss, oh shoot
0: <laughs> uh y'all have a wonderful blessed rest of the week and um this is the second week of the year make the rest of the weeks work you got uh what what there's 52 weeks so you got 50 more weeks to make it work you know what i'm saying uh thank you Bex. thank you goes shout out to tt hey lady And everybody else that came through here. All right. Y'all have a good one. Good night. Good morning. Good day.